Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. Because of those classified documents. We'll talk to Yamish Alcinder of Washington Week at 410. Plus, we'll get into the debt ceiling fight. A student at Frost Middle School in Fairfax says she was sexually assaulted in a school bathroom earlier this month. We've got the latest on that investigation coming up here on WTOP. It's 4 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Liberty Mutual Insurance. I'm Linda Kenyon in Washington. President Biden is turning his attention today to the debt ceiling. Here's CBS's Stephen Portnoy. The president warns that gridlock on the debt ceiling could be catastrophic. If we don't meet our national debt and renege on the first time, we have a calamity that exceeds anything that's ever happened financially in the United States. With Republicans demanding spending cuts as part of any debt ceiling deal, Mr. Biden told a bipartisan group of mayors that he expects honest debates on taxes and spending. Well, it's not just cutting. What do you raise? What taxes do people pay? The president suggests he'll lay out his plan in the State of the Union address next month. Stephen Portnoy, CBS News, the White House. Google is laying off some 12,000 workers, and they're not the only ones. CBS's Michael George has the latest. The belt tightening at Google follows other recent tech sector job cuts. Microsoft announced earlier this week it's laying off 10,000 workers, or nearly 5% of its workforce. Amazon has said it's cutting 18,000 jobs. And Meta, the parent company of Facebook, announced it's laying off 11,000 positions. Tech companies have beefed up staff during the pandemic and now or right-sizing. A data breach at T-Mobile is troubling customers and company officials alike. CBS's Steve Futterman. The massive data breach allowed hackers to access personal information from 37 million T-Mobile customers. Jessica Robinson, who's a security officer with Women in Cyber, says customers whose accounts were hacked are likely out of luck. As of right now, that information is already out, and so there really isn't much that they can do. Among the personal information hackers are likely to have had access to birth dates, phone numbers, and addresses. Steve Futterman, CBS News. Defense leaders are gathered at Ramstein Air Base in Germany where they've been discussing weapons aid to Ukraine. U.S. Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin says the world cannot turn its back on Ukraine. This is not a moment to slow down. It's a time to dig deeper. The Ukrainian people are watching us. The Kremlin is watching us. A sticking point among leaders seems to be over the issue of sending certain tanks to Ukraine. Today was the annual March for Life in Washington, D.C., as supporters celebrated the decision by the Supreme Court to overturn Roe v. Wade. WTOP reporter Scott Gelman has more from the Supreme Court. Tony Dungy, Steve Scalise, among those who gave speeches before thousands of people are now taking the street, holding some signs that say things like love life, choose life, pro-life, and children holding signs that say, I am the post-Roe generation. Of course, that a reference to Roe v. Wade being overturned last spring. This is CBS News. Nobody should have to pay for one-size-fits-all insurance coverage. Liberty Mutual customizes your car and home insurance, so you only pay for what you need. Liberty Mutual Insurance. It is 4.03 on WTOP on this January 20, 2023, a Friday. And 
and it's 47 degrees in D.C. Good afternoon. I'm Sean Anderson. And I'm Mike Marillo. The top stories we're following for you this hour on WTOP. A reported sexual assault in a bathroom at Frost Middle School in Fairfax earlier this month. Fairfax County Police are investigating that as we speak. In an email to parents sent out late last night, County Public School Superintendent Michelle Reed writes, The school district learned about the incident yesterday and immediately contacted police. County spokesperson James Curry tells WTOP a student reported she was assaulted by another student in a bathroom on January the 12th. Detectives are doing interviews and reviewing school surveillance footage. Going forward, the school is putting in a buddy system for when students go to the bathroom or leave the classroom. Students at Frost Middle will also have access to counselors. Big political news this afternoon. Virginia Democratic Senator Tim Kaine announces he will seek re-election in 2024. There had been some doubt over whether he would go for another term. WTOP's Mitchell Miller on Capitol Hill. I have been really grappling with what to do with respect to my time in the Senate. Senator Kaine speaking to reporters in Richmond. And I'm very happy to announce that I'm going to run for a third term in the Senate. His decision brings a collective sigh of relief from fellow Democrats who were worried Kane might not run again. He was open about the fact that he was considering stepping away from the Senate, which would have given another opening to Republicans as they gear up to try to retake the Senate in 2024. But Kane, who's 64, says he enjoys public service, and while the Senate at times can be frustrating, he wants to return to the upper chamber. On Capitol Hill, Mitchell Miller, WTOP News. It's a warning for schools across Virginia. Governor Glenn Youngkin says school administrators need to step forward immediately if, there, if there's been any delay in telling students about academic awards. There is something fundamentally wrong here. Governor Yunkin is calling on all schools to take a deeper look at the issue after a number of schools in Fairfax, Prince William, and Loudoun counties acknowledged that there was a delay in telling students that they'd been named commended students by getting high test scores in the National Merit Scholarship Program. Superintendents and principals must go do the work to make sure that this isn't something that's happened in their school or in their districts. If it has, he tells them, come forward now. While students can look up their test scores online, Yunkin argues it's clearly the school's job to tell students and families directly about accolades or awards. Nick Ainelli, WTOP News. 405, Maryland Governor Wes Moore's predecessor, Republican Larry Hogan, boasted about leaving office with a big budget surplus. But as Moore unveiled his first budget, he's been a little more cautious about the future of the state's finances. The $63 billion budget is actually smaller than last year's. It prepares us to weather the downside risk in the larger economy. And yet Governor Westmore is also touting what he calls historic investments in all the areas you would expect. This budget is one that can be ambitious and at the same time uh, not, 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 uh, not include tax or fee, uh, fee increases. There's nearly $9 billion for K-12 education. Education, another $500 million for a long-term education reform plan, as well as increases in transportation funding. But House Minority Whip Republican Jesse Pippi of Frederick has concerns about some public safety programs he says see funding cuts. We're going to inquire about some more specifics uh, within there where the cuts are going. In Annapolis, John Dome in WTOP News. And we're learning more about that D.C. real estate executive who went missing in January, that she has a property portfolio worth almost $2 million. And CNN has discovered not on the deeds of those properties is the name of the husband who was accused of killing her. Anna Walsh's properties are in Massachusetts, Maryland, and D.C. She also sold four properties worth almost $2.7 million since 2018. Even though her body hasn't been found, police have charged Walsh's husband, Brian Walsh, with killing her. Coming up after traffic and weather, President Biden tries to get back to business with the classified documents controversy hanging over him. And the debt ceiling debate cranks up on Capitol Hill. We'll talk about it all. 
with Washington Week moderator Yamish Alcindor in just a few. It's 4.07. The WTOP Charity of the Month is Central Union Mission. Homeless men, women, and children have begun the new year hungry, lonely, and hopeless. But homelessness can end one person at a time when you partner with Central Union Mission. With $2.09, you can provide a meal, care, and an introduction to Central Union Mission's life-changing programs. A gift of $50 will feed and care for nearly 25 people. How much hope can you provide? Give today at missiondc.org. This Valentine's Day, I am finally going to ask Megan to marry me. I want it to be the perfect moment. It's about time, little brother. Have you made an appointment at Dominion Jewelers yet? Dominion Jewelers? Yes, they can help you create the perfect moment with the perfect engagement ring that is as beautiful and special as Megan. Who told you about Dominion Jewelers? Your girlfriend Megan dropped a hint. (laughs) Dominion Jewelers. We make it beautiful. You make it yours. Visit DominionJewelers.com today by appointment only. It is 408. Michael and Son's heating tune-up for only $69. Michael and Son. We have traffic and weather on the 8th. Let's go over to Dave Dildine in the traffic center. And on the Hill, most of the March for Life closures lifted. Just small portions of Constitution and Independence Avenues near the U.S. Capitol remaining blocked. But still pretty crowded on the grid through the East End and Massachusetts Avenue between the downtown circles and Union Station. Southeast Southwest Freeway, 395, 695, along with 295 at the Anacostia. No incidents, just volume delays. In Virginia, 95 southbound, slow, Newington to Woodbridge. Backlick Road, Fairfax County Police say Backlick Road near the Franconia Springfield Parkway down to one lane because of a disabled vehicle. Back on 95, northbound still slow, but the front of the line is moving beyond Triangle Exit 150 with the car crash cleared and northbound lanes open. 66, only minor westbound slowing. Gainesville crash on 29 at Virginia Oaks clear. Beltway in Maryland and Virginia, some slow traffic here and there, but it is not bad for a Friday afternoon. Slow on the Interloop in Maryland and stretches between Silver Spring and Greenbelt. Baltimore-Washington Parkway, southbound slow than it should be. Laurel to Greenbelts, something tying up a lane south of Powder Mill. Uh, authorities going for a crash in Adelphi on New Hampshire Avenue, northbound at Metzerat Road. Definitely something to that. Northbound traffic on 650 is quite slow there. Looking for a safe used car? Fitzgerald Auto Mall has hundreds of good cars, trucks, and SUVs. Next to a new car, Fitzway used cars best. Visit Fitzmall.com today. Dave Doldine, WTOP Traffic. Let's go to Storm Team 4. Get that weekend forecast from Mike Stenifer. It is going to stay rather blustery for the next several hours. Skies are raging partly cloudy to mostly cloudy. Later tonight, skies will clear. The winds will die down. Our lows upper 20s to mid-30s. Partly sunny skies on Saturday. Still a bit breezy, but lighter winds than today. Highs mid to upper 40s. We're going to see rain moving in on Sunday. Looks like it may begin as some wet snow, mainly across the northern and western suburbs. Little or no snow accumulation. Highs be in the mid-40s. Early morning shower on Monday, then clearing skies and windy. Highs low to mid-50s. I'm Storm Team 4 Meteorologist, Mike Stenford. 47 degrees in Manassas right now, 44 degrees in Germantown, and 46 degrees in Anacostia, D.C. And weather brought to you by Long Fence. Save 15% on Long Fence decks, pavers, and fences. Go to longfence.com today and schedule your free and home estimate. 411 now on WTOP. The discovery of additional classified documents at President Biden's home last week has ratcheted up the tension at the White House. While visiting flood-damaged California, the president has told reporters, quote, there's no there there. Joining us live on Skype, Yamish Alcindor, moderator of Washington Week on PBS. And thanks so much for being here. And the president and his handlers are projecting an image of business as usual. How's that going? 
Oh, well, thanks for having me. I mean, this was a week where we saw President Biden face such scrutiny related to these classified documents. He didn't answer questions directly for about five days. Well, when he broke his silence, he really was trying to downplay um, the, the controversy and the criticism that he's receiving because of his handling of classified documents. I mean, this is the White House that is trying to, as you said, project business as usual. President Biden was in California looking at storm damage um, earlier this week. You also have Vice President Kamala Harris. She's scheduled to give a speech related to the 50th anniversary of the Roe decision, which of course was overturned by the Supreme Court when they took away the federal right to an abortion. So this is the White House that's wanting to pivot, but it's still facing a lot of scrutiny when it comes to these classified documents. There are so many unanswered questions. Yamish, we are just learning that new House Speaker Kevin McCarthy has accepted a meeting with President Biden about the debt limit. Of course, as we learned this week, Treasury is using special maneuvers to pay the bills of the government. Just how hardened are the two sides uh, on this issue? It's a great question. I mean, I think the fact that they're meeting shows that maybe there is some wiggle room here. But the Democrats in the White House were pretty clear that they did not want to negotiate on on saying that the United States is going to pay the bills that it already owes, which is really what lifting the borrowing cap means. Um, Of course, you have Republicans who, of course, now have new power in the fact that they control the House, who are saying they want negotiations, they want spending cuts. So it'll be very interesting to see what happens, because I would say, as of maybe even two days ago, I would say that both sides are pretty much hard in their corners, and there wasn't really much wiggle room. But this meeting happens, and perhaps we could see the Democrats wanting to have some sort of negotiation, because I'll say this, as much as Democrats are saying that they don't want to negotiate on the debt limit, and they don't want to negotiate on the debt ceiling, basically saying one law maker that Republicans shouldn't be able to get anything because they don't crash the U.S. economy. When it comes down to it, the political risk really is a lot of times on the president's side. If Americans start seeing their 401ks dropping, if Americans start seeing economic turmoil, they usually turn to the party that's in the White House to blame. All right, a lot to watch here. Thank you so much, Yamish Elsinder, moderator of Washington Week. Tonight on 8, tonight at 8 on TV 26. Up ahead on WTOP, we'll talk about more options for the commander's offensive coordinator position. 413. I'm Frank, owner of a plumbing company and an expert in fixing the leaks in your house. However, I was also finding leaks in my marketing plan. New jobs weren't flowing in, and our outreach to potential customers kept getting clogged. Finally, we had enough and called 2060 Digital. Their team of experts became an extension of our marketing team and developed a custom strategy to reach our customers where they lived. Instead of paying for TV ads that reach anyone, we're targeting our videos to people looking for plumbers within the driving range of our trucks. Instead of being on the second page of search results, we're ahead of the other guys and are the top result for people searching for plumbers in key neighborhoods. Instead of losing to the competition, we're flushing them down the drain. Now our office is overflowing with leads. See what they can do for you by visiting 2060digital.com. 2060 Digital building campaigns that connect. What are we watching in Money News, Jeff Claybaugh? By the close, the Dow was up 331 points. 
Another restaurant week started today. I'm Jeff Glabel. Sports at 15 and 45, powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think red. 415, Rob Woodfork here as uh, the commanders continue their search for a guy to run the offense. Yeah, that's right. A pair of coaches interviewing for the gig next week, according to multiple reports. Washington set to speak with longtime NFL assistant Eric Studisville on Monday, the current Dolphins associate head coach. Over uh, 20 years' experience in the league, he even served as an interim coach, uh, a head coach at one point in Denver. The other interview is with Rams assistant head coach Thomas Brown. The 36-year-old is interviewed for the head coaching gig in Houston. He's considered a rising star in the industry, and we all know by now that in the NFL, if you even stood next to Sean McVay in line uh, somewhere you will probably get an interview for a head coaching gig. Uh, for the teams that are still playing, the Bengals uh, officially ruling out starting offensive linemen uh, Jonah Williams and Alex Kappa for the divisional round matchup with the Bills in Buffalo. In the other football, D.C. United announcing today they will play Mexican side Pumas this summer in the first ever Leagues Cup. Big uh, college hoops game tonight. Richmond hosting VCU in a game Dave Preston said in this week's D.C. Sports Auto. Both teams are hot. VCU's won 9 of 10. Richmond has won 4 of 5. The Robbins Center is going to be a rockin', as this may very well be for first place in the Atlantic 10 Friday night. At the Australian Open, local product Francis Tiafo ousted in the third round in a long four-set match. On the women's side, Madison Keys on to round four. Rob Woodfork, WTOP Sports. Thank you, Rob. It's been a big mess for Maryland families trying to access money from their 529 college savings plan. Now, lawmakers are asking questions about all these problems. Legislators like House Appropriations Committee Chair Ben Barnes had choice words for the administrators of Maryland's 529 plan following an accounting error problem that froze up funds. It's disgraceful, really. I mean, these families have put money into these accounts. Parents said they couldn't access the interest portion of their accounts after the plan froze up that money when a calculation error was discovered. Wendy Hall was one of them. Our interest, like all the rest in Maryland, was frozen. So in order to pay Daniel's fall semester tuition, we refinanced our home. 529 board leaders said all impacted accounts are being reviewed, and the plan now has quality control measures in place. Board Chair Peter Terragotis was apologetic. I want to apologize for, to our account holders for how difficult this has been for you. Stetson Miller, WTOP News. Top stories we're following for you on WTOP. Abortion rights opponents hold their first march for life here in D.C. as Roe v. Wade is no longer the law of the land. We'll hear from some of the participants. A student says she was sexually assaulted in the bathroom of Frost Middle School in Fairfax County. We've got the latest on the investigation and what the school system is saying. And Virginia Democratic Senator Tim Kaine decides whether he's running for another term. Keep it here on WTOP for details in the minutes ahead. It's 418. Traffic and weather on the 8s and when it breaks with Dave Dildine in the WTOP Traffic Center. Between Laurel and Greenbelt on the Baltimore-Washington Parkway. Caller finding the holdup. It is a crash southbound of the BW Parkway, 295 between Powder Mill Road and Goddard. And he says blocking the left lane. Southbound squeezing by to the right. 95 between Laurel and the Beltway without any specific tie-ups, but on the interloop it is slow through College Park, getting down through Greenbelt on the Beltway, and it's slow in other portions through Montgomery County as well. 270 northbound, slowest near Clarksburg, but not bad, heading north to Frederick for the weekend. To the northeastern shore, eastbound traffic on 50 is a bit heavy near Sandy Point. Lacking two-way traffic given the gusty winds and the wind restrictions. In the district, 
from the Kennedy Center and the Virginia Avenue Tunnel and East Street Expressway. Outbound traffic on the Potomac Freeway, 66, is slow. There is a minor crash in the barreled-off work zone but kind of crimping the ramp traffic that comes off the Potomac Freeway out onto the Roosevelt Bridge, squeezing by slowly to the left. This does not hamper the outbound trip from Constitution Avenue to Virginia. A portion of Constitution still blocked uh, near the U.S. Capitol, but most of the road closures following the March for Life have lifted. Independence Avenue is now open its length. Southeast Southwest Freeway 395-695 heavy in and out across the 14th and 11th Street bridges. In Virginia on 95 southbound slow into Woodbridge. Northbound slow but better through Quantico. Crash after triangle clear. 66 minor westbound slowing near 123 and 28 Centerville. In the fight against COVID, you've got options, Virginia, like boosters to fight variants and treatments if you're sick. Go to vdh.virginia.gov slash coronavirus or call 877-VAX-NVA. Dave Doline, WTOP Traffic. Now to Storm Team 4 meteorologist Mike Steneford, and we're holding on to our hats. Yeah, it has been a very windy day. Wind still gusting up to about 35 miles an hour at Reagan National. And that will be the story for the drive home for the rest of the afternoon into the evening hours as gusty winds will continue with partly to mostly cloudy skies. Later tonight, the cloud cover will break up. The winds will die down or lose upper 20s to mid-30s. Fairly quiet tomorrow, partly sunny skies. A bit breezy, but not as windy as today. Mid to upper 40s are high. Going to be a messy day on Sunday. We'll see rain developing. That rain may begin as some wet snow over the, mainly over the northern and western suburbs, but temperatures are going to be above freezing, so little or no snow accumulation, no travel issues. Highs will be in the mid-40s. Early morning shower on Monday, the skies will clear, and it's going to be rather windy, a high in the low to mid-50s. Right now, Warrington 50, Rockville 45, and Mike and Sean, we've got a temperature of 48 at Reagan National. All right, thanks so much. All brought to you by New Look Home Design. Right now, save 50% on all roofing materials and labor. Coming up on WTOP. The germiest spot in your kitchen may surprise you. This is Kyle Cooper. Looking forward to that, 421. At Court Furniture Outlet, you'll find new looks and new savings on everything you need to brighten up your home or make your workplace more comfortable. Court Furniture prices are always super low because they lease their furniture for use in model homes, movies, and television by home stagers and corporate offices. And when the furniture comes back, they sell it for pennies on the dollar. Now, save even more during Court Furniture Outlet's home decor and more sale event. You'll save on a huge selection of upholstery, including sofa and chair sets, starting at 4 49 accent chairs and bedroom sets mattresses dining sets and office furniture all at amazing prices plus mention promo code bogo to receive buy one get one free on all lamps and wall art as an extra bonus all year in closeout deals have been extended with five locations in the dmv in capitol heights rockville and cadensville maryland and in alexandria and chantilly virginia or go to courtfurnitureoutlet.com that's c-o-r-t furnitureoutlet.com it's the start of a new year, and your local Honda dealers are ready to help you kick it off with a brand new Honda. Honda has its best lineup ever of SUVs, including the all-new 2023 CRV and CRV Hybrid, with available all-wheel drive, and the all-new 2023 Pilot, featuring the Pilot Trail Sport, Honda's most rugged SUV ever. And don't miss the all-new 2023 Accord and Accord Hybrid arriving soon. Start the new year in a new Honda. See your local Honda dealer today.
This is Attorney General Jason Meares. Every day, a silent killer murders four Virginians. Drug overdoses. To keep our loved ones safe, we have to talk to them about the dangers of drugs, whether it's opioids, heroin, or counterfeits laced with fentanyl. We all play a role in building safe and healthy futures for ourselves and our children. So do your part. Be their protector, because one pill can kill. Take the first step today and be informed. Visit GetSmartAboutDrugs.com. Sponsored by the Virginia Office of the Attorney General. This is WTOP News. 423. For the first time since the Supreme Court overturned Roe v. Wade, thousands of abortion rights opponents gathered on the National Mall. WTOP Scott Gelman is there. Abortion rights opponents took to the streets of D.C. Friday afternoon, carrying signs that said things like, I am the post-road generation, and I demand protection at conception. Like, you know that this is something that should be fixed, and there's a problem that needs to be solved. Like, the, the amount of people here just shows that. That's Luke Grover from Maryland, who said he was impressed with the turnout. Vincent is an abortions rights supporter who stood silently with a sign in front of the Supreme Court. And people are trying to make laws based off of their own religion, even though we are a secular nation. The group walked and chanted by the Capitol this year, ending between there and the Supreme Court. In downtown D.C., Scott Gelman, WTOP News. 424, we all know about the dangers of dirty cutting boards, knives, and counters in the kitchen. Now a new study says you also need to be careful with something else. It's your spice jars. Germs, germs. A new agriculture department study finds spice jars are a big source of cross-contamination. Think about it. You're seasoning up those burgers you just used your hands to form into patties. You grab the spice jar and... Yeah, bacteria. What can you do? Well, for starters, clean your spice jars in the area where you store them and remember to wash your hands between every step of meal prep. Kyle Cooper, WTOP News. Guess everybody has some work to do after work today. (laughs) Clean those spice jars. All right. Days after becoming the first Native American woman in space, NASA astronaut Nicole Mann is making her first space walk this afternoon. I got uh, 2236 and 2251 for the dog, and I'm going to get one more. Pretty cool. Mann, along with a Japanese astronaut, are working to prep the International Space Station for more solar panels. It's our part of a continuing effort for NASA to expand the space station's power grid. WTOP at 425, Money News 25 and 55. Jeff Claybaugh, nice rally on this Friday. Certainly was. By the close of the was up 331 points, a 1% gain. The S&P 500 index up 74. That was almost 2%, snapping a three-day losing streak. The Nasdaq finished the day up 288 points. That's more than 2.5%. And the Nasdaq actually posted its third straight weekly gain. Google's cutting 12,000 jobs. The latest in a wave of big tech cuts. Google has offices in D.C. and Reston, though it hasn't said where those cuts will be. And online furniture retailer Wayfair just announced it's cutting 1,750 jobs. That's 10% of its workforce. Home sales continue to fade. The National Association of Realtors says existing home sales last month fell for the 11th straight month. The pace of sales in December was the slowest in 12 years. D.C. Winter Restaurant Week ends Sunday, but... There's more. Alexandria Restaurant Week with 80 restaurants and multi-course meals starts today and runs through January 29th. Fairfax City Restaurant Week with more than two dozen restaurants comes March 6th through 12th. Jeff Claybaugh. WTOP News. Money News brought to you by Whole Foods Market. The berry savings are bursting at Whole Foods Market. A pint of blueberries is just $3.41 with Prime through January 24th while supplies last. Shop in-store or online. Terms apply. 